Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 10 True Parents, the Hope of God and Humankind. True families are the foundation of the peaceful ideal kingdom. Then what kind of love is true love? And what kind of family is a true family? The essence of God's absolute true love is not to have others serve you. Rather, it is to be the first to give, to serve and care for others, and to seek the greater good. True love gives, forgets that it has given, and continues to give without ceasing. True love gives joyfully. We find it in the joyful and loving heart of a mother who cradles her child in her arms and nurses her child at her breast. True love is sacrificial love, such as that of a devoted son who finds his greatest satisfaction through dedicating himself with all of his body and soul to helping his parents. When we are bound together in true love, we can be together forever, continually increasing in the joy of each other's company. The attraction of true love brings all things in the universe to our feet. Even God will come to dwell with us. The value of true love is that it has the power to permanently dissolve the barriers that fallen people have created, including national, racial, and even religious barriers. The main attributes of God's true love are that it is absolute, unique, unchanging, and eternal. Therefore, Those who practice true love will share God's pleasures and pains, enjoy the right to participate as an equal in God's work, and enjoy equal rights of inheritance. A life of service, which is a life of true love, is the absolute path to enter the kingdom of heaven. A life of true love is the way to create all things. It is the way of life for new families that live centered on God and form the ideal model of peace. The path is now wide open for everyone to establish a true family. The family is the model by which people are to live in service to one another. The warm environment of oneness based on love and respect between parents and children, mutual fidelity and love between husband and wife, and trust and mutual reliance among siblings is the manifestation of the model ideal family. This means that you need to establish a true family wherein the stem of true love emerges from the root of true love and bears the fruit of true love. The responsibility of tribal messiahs, the mission of ambassadors for peace, and God's desire is to seek and set up such families of Chanel Guk, comprised of three generations, grandparents, parents, and children, a united family that together serves the ever-present God. You have to form families that God will miss and yearn to return to after He has been away. You are to raise families to which God can come freely as a parent visiting his or her children. This is what it means to live in service to God. In such a family, God is the vertical subject partner of each person's conscience. Following God as its vertical subject partner, the mind of each family member stands in the position of that person's own vertical subject partner. Each person needs to bring his or her mind and body into unity by following the mind. 
It is in such a family that the four major types of love, parental love, conjugal love, children's love, and siblings love, are perfected. Those four types of love form the four great realms of heart. It is only in such a family that the relationships based on upper and lower, right and left, and front and back can link together and the resultant spherical motions continue. This is how God's everlasting model, ideal families, ideal nations, and peaceful ideal kingdom can be formed. If the entire world were filled with such families of true character, it would be a world of natural order in which the heavenly way and heavenly law would reign supreme. There would be no need for lawyers, prosecutors, or judges. The future of humanity depends on the Pacific Rim nations. Dear peace-loving leaders, among the 7 billion people on earth today, almost 5 billion are our neighbors, relatives, and brothers and sisters belonging to the Pacific Rim region. At the same time, a large segment of our fellow human beings share the root of the sphere of the Mongolian peoples. If we receive the marriage blessing and pull together, centering on God's ideal for peace, there is nothing we cannot do. The future of humanity is now in the hands of the nations of the Pacific Rim. Ladies and gentlemen, God's providence has now spread from the North American continent and blossomed in the island civilization of Japan, which is in a position similar to that once held by the United Kingdom on the other side of the world. The providence is now about to fulfill its destiny by reaching fruition on the Korean Peninsula, the homeland of the true parents, who have emerged on earth as the savior of humanity and returning Messiah. The Korean Peninsula stands in a position similar to that of Rome in Jesus' time. Religion and politics have the mission of resolving the world's problems. However, the current conflict on the Korean Peninsula transcends religion and politics. From a geopolitical point of view, the Korean Peninsula persists as an arena of the most intense confrontation despite ongoing efforts to secure peace. The principle of restoration through indemnity makes it inevitable that civilization will bear fruit in the Pacific Rim region centered on the Korean Peninsula. Fortunately, during the Korean War, the United Nations mobilized international forces, led by the United States, to the peninsula. According to God's will, however, the UN forces were to have recovered the homeland and hometown of God's desire. They did not do so, leaving the job half done. As a result, global conflict and strife emerged, which became known as the Cold War. During this period, the Korean people were deprived of their possessions and displaced, leading them to search for God. In order to indemnify this, I established the Universal Peace Federation, UPF. I then organized the Peace Kingdom Corps and Peace Kingdom Police Force, consisting of women on heaven's side who have received the marriage blessing, who love peace, and who are willing to serve and sacrifice for the work of UPF. I have taken the lead in educating those involved with these organizations. These peace organizations stand in the forefront to bring about a world of peace with God at the center. They will create the peaceful, ideal world that God desires. 
I have been assisting the six-party talks currently being held to resolve the nuclear issue on the Korean peninsula and to reconcile the democratic and communist nations. I am presenting a solution based on the principles of peace and harmony rooted in the teaching of the Heavenly Parent. At this intense time, what exactly is the role of America and the United Nations? Hawaii, located at the center of the Pacific Rim, bridges east and west and links north and south. With the support and protection of the American continent, the Korean Peninsula would become the homeland that protects and defends the Pacific Rim region by bringing together all the island nations of the Pacific. I say this because the future of humankind lies in the preservation of the Pacific Rim region centered on Korea, Japan, and the United States. As I was well aware of Heaven's plans for this region, I invested 33 of the prime years of my life in the United States, beginning in the early 1970s, for the sake of world peace. On that victorious foundation, I returned to Korea, where I am working to complete the providence of establishing God's homeland and hometown. Tune in tomorrow for the end of this speech on A Providential View of the Pacific Rim Era in Light of God's Will, Part 2. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.